explosive reactive instinctively by firmly but gently extricating the baby from the arms of the old man, returning him to his wife. Her discomfort at her being recognized was not without good reasons. The extraordinary circumstances of the infant's birth just eight days earlier, accompanied by an unexpected visit by shepherds to his birthplace, caused them both to consider their vulnerability in being pointed out. Joseph attempted to explain his concerns to Simeon, but the old man had now fixated on the younger mother, offering a blessing over both her and Joseph. Undeterred, he proceeded to prophesy over the baby. This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall, but he will be a joy to many others. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. Mary stepped backwards, putting distance between her and the well-intended but unwelcomed intruder. Joseph thanked him. He was aware this moment was significant to Simeon, as well as to them, but he was determined to escape from him. He took Mary by the elbow and quickly steered her in another direction with the intention of diverting his wife's attention back to the purpose for them being there. No more had they moved away from Simeon than an old woman named Anna spotted them and hobbled their way, boasting that this was the child who was sent to be the rescuer of Jerusalem. With or without their permission, their child's destiny had been confirmed to them in the outer courtyard of the temple. The boy was indeed their son. He looked remarkable because of his simplicity and his young age. That he was from no impressive social status was obvious. His robe had been woven from the coarsest linen and was threadbare and mended. His sandals patched and worn. Yet amazingly, he sat surrounded by the leaders of the Sanhedrin who were leaning toward him and listening intently to his comments regarding his inquiries. Marveling at the quality of the answers he threw back at them, after each topic was thoroughly debated, a new round of discussion was introduced by the older men to their unlikely colleague. The boy named Jesus was seated in the place of honor, centered by a semicircle of religious teachers where an honored guest might have been asked to sit. He appeared calm. His hands were folded in his lap. His expression was intense, eager, showing his enjoyment to be included in the discussions. He also leaned forward in his eagerness to discover what the next topic might be. His demeanor showed that he felt no unease in this unique setting and was thoroughly enjoying this interval of energetic debate. Indeed, it was a most unusual sight. Joseph returned to Jerusalem each spring for Passover, bringing along his family who were joined by other relatives who were all looking forward to their yearly reunion. For Mary, each visit inevitably evoked a flood of conflicted emotions. She had so many unanswered questions that were revived by events like these, disrupting the order she tried to keep in her mind. Much of the time, she was able to pretend that she and Joseph were a normal family. Their daily lives were so ordinary. But at moments like these, she would feel the vice-like grip that tightened around her heart 
when she remembered the unusual beginnings of Joseph's and her life together. Whatever their son's destiny, it was dangerous for him to be exposed like this. The rumors about the appearance of a rescuer and a rebellion against Rome were continually floating in the wind. Many rumors were spread with the deliberate seditious intent on the part of the Romans targeting the Jewish people. Ironically, the more extreme rumors circulated within the communities of Jews, brought about by their frustration and being squeezed ever tighter by the Romans. Reeling under the imposition of burdensome taxes and the ongoing restrictions of their liberties, their desperate longing to see an end to Rome's tyranny had made them vulnerable to any hope they had dangled in front of them. They longed for a leader who could rescue them, and a faction believed in a Messiah who, when revealed, would deliver them by force.